What's up everyone? Good morning and welcome to our Water's Edge Sunday morning online worship experience. Once again, thank you so very much for hanging out with us today and tuning in. Happy New Year. Today's New Year's Eve. We hope you have a great day, a great night. We hope you have a great day tomorrow. And we hope 2024 is a wonderful, wonderful year for you. For those of you that continue to worship with us online through giving and generosity, thank you so much for doing that. Maybe you're meeting our new $10 challenge. Continue to do that. You allow us to help more people, love more people, feed more people and serve more people. You know, one of the very first things that God wanted you and I to know through Jesus at Christmas time was the fact that God sent Jesus to bring great joy to all people, that God wanted all people to have great joy. But right after Jesus was born, him and his family had to flee as refugees to Egypt. And there they had to stay in hiding until it was safe to come home, which means this, and notice this today, that sometimes after our greatest victories, we experience some of our greatest battles and our greatest defeats, and so be prepared. And how do you prepare your heart for this? How do you prepare your faith for this? How do you prepare your walk with God for this? Well, in this series, we've been talking about holding on to joy when life just crashes apart and just crashes down all around us. How do we hold on to joy when we're surrounded by all of this pain? And so we talked about living out the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, against such things you cannot argue. And we release that into the world. We release love, joy, peace, patience, and kindness. People should see that in our life. This is the visible evidence on the inside of us, and it's the visible evidence on the outside of us. We also talked about one way that we can find joy is we create goodness for this world, and we give out love to this world. So we find joy in creating and giving, in creating something that brings goodness to the world and being part of something that brings goodness to the world, and also giving out the love of God to this world. That can give us joy and we also talked about this one way that we can hold on to our joy when life is very unpredictable and confusing is by enjoying life if we have to have uh, if we're going to have joy then we have to enjoy life and one of the ways that we enjoy life is by having peace in our relationship with God through Jesus and having peace in our relationships with other people when you have peace with God and peace with other people then you have joy on the inside and you can enjoy your life no matter what else is going on if you have peace with God and peace with people then you can enjoy your life and that'll give us joy and there also comes a time when God wants to have more of us and joy is when we stop pushing God away there comes a time when God wants to have more of our heart, when God wants to have more of our faith, more of our devotion, more of our love, more of our mind, more of our feelings, more of our actions, more of our reactions, and more of our life. And we experience joy and we receive joy in this life and we have joy in this life and we find joy in this life when we stop pushing God away and we stop keeping God away. Now in your life right now, you have these circles of people. You have circles of people that you barely know. Maybe you work with them. Maybe you're friends of friends. Maybe you know them barely because maybe you go to church with them or maybe this event or that event or they go to the same Mardi Gras ball that you go to or whatever it is. But these are people in the outer circle of your life. They don't know and they're really not invited into the most intimate details of your life. You have some intimate details about your victories and you have some intimate details about your failures and your heartbreak and your pain. These people that you barely know, these outer circle relationships, 
relationships, they're not really invited into the most intimate details of your life. But then you have inner circle people, inner circle friendships and relationships. And these are the people that are very, very close to you and they know you in a much, much deeper way. And so when you have pain in your life, when you have joy in your life, when you have loss in your life, when you have hurt in your life, well, you can go to these people. You can go to them for friendship. You can go to them for a shoulder. You can go to them for love. You can go to them for encouragement. You can go to them for help. And you would say that these people are invited into the most inner intimate details of your life because they know you and you know them and you need them and they need you. These outer circle people are not invited into the most intimate details, the most intimate hurts and pains of your life. But these inner circle people, because you know them very well and you love them and they love you, then you turn to them and they know some of the most intimate details of your life. They get a front row seat to your victories and they get a front front row seat to your pain and it's usually just a few people most of the time probably just very very close family members but these few people they get a front row seat to your joys and your pain but no one else really does if you lose a child if you lose a parent if something devastating happens to you in this life then your brother or your cousin or your mom or your dad or a grandparent or your aunt or your uncle, or your best friend for life, they can be there for you. And they are there for you because you know them and you're close to them. But as a pastor, many times, I also get a front row seat. I get a front row seat to people's victories. I get a front row seat to their weddings. I'm always at people's weddings because I'm doing their weddings. I get a front row seat to the birth of their children, their baptisms, the baptisms of their children. I get a front row seat to their second weddings and their third weddings. You know, all the good times. But also, I also get invited into and I get a front row seat to their pain. In fact, many times as a pastor, I get rushed to the front of the line of their heartache. I get rushed to the front of the line and I get a front row seat to their darkest moments and their most heartbreaking moments. I get a front row seat to all of their pain and many times this is reserved for me. And in reality, literally, this happens to me every single week. Many times every other day. I get invited by someone to take a front row seat to their heartache. I get invited by someone to help them and take a front row seat to their pain their confusion, their devastation, and their trauma. I get a front row seat. And sometimes I know these people barely. Sometimes I know them well. Sometimes I don't know them at all. But every single week, I get rushed to the front of the line and I experience, I get a front row seat to their heartache and their pain and their loss and their devastation and their trauma and their confusion. And so naturally, I walk around with this all the time, with this front row seat to pain. And I'm reminded of this every single week. Every single week, I'm reminded of how painful this world can be. Every single week, I'm reminded about how life can be unpredictable and life can be shaky and life can be like a vapor and life can be very, very, very confusing sometimes and very heavy sometimes. And we've been in this series going through the Christmas holidays and leading up to New Year's and we've been asking this question and this is what it is. How do you live in this world that can break your heart in so many different ways and so quickly as it does and yet still have joy? How do we live here 
and get surrounded by all the pain that comes with living here in this world and still hold on to our joy? I have struggled with this question. I have thought about this question so many times because, again, I get a front row seat not only to my closest friends, their pain, my closest family members, their pain, but most of the time to people I don't even know or I barely know. I get a front row seat to their pain, too. Like an ER doctor, I rarely get called with good news. I'm I'm usually there and I get a call to help someone make it through the most devastating news that they've ever gotten in their life. Whether it's a diagnosis or a loss or a devastation or a trauma, I'm usually there. And so I've thought about this question so many days, so many nights, so many moments. How do you live here? How do you be here, surrounded by all the pain that comes with this world, and still find joy? Because happiness is the opposite of sadness. Happiness, again, cannot coexist with loss, heartache, devastation, pain. But joy is not the opposite of anything. Joy stands on its own. We can still have joy even when we're hurting. We can still have joy even when life is confusing. We can still have joy even when life is unpredictable and life hurts and life breaks our heart. We can still have joy. And so how do you live here in this world and all the pain that comes with it and how it can break your heart in so many different ways and so quickly as it does and still have joy? This is a question that we all always wrestle with. Notice what the missionary told the Ephesians about God's wisdom in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 18. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. The missionary says, Ever since I first heard of your strong faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for God's people everywhere, I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. Right here, the missionary says, I'm asking God to give you a different type of wisdom, a spiritual wisdom and a spiritual insight so you can grow in this knowledge of this very loving God. I pray that your hearts be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope that he has given those that he's called his holy people who are rich in his glorious inheritance. Understand what God is saying right here in his word that we need wisdom and insight and understanding so our faith can grow, so our strength can grow, and so our hope can grow, and so our knowledge of God and his amazing love can grow. This would seem to indicate that we need wisdom because we're going through something difficult. If we need our confidence to grow, it means we're going through something that's shaking our confidence so we need a different type of wisdom if we need our hope to grow it means we're going through something that's shaking our hope and so we need a different type of wisdom we're going through something heavy we're going through something difficult we're going through something that can be very painful at times and so we need light and understanding and we need wisdom now understand something today if you're still with me Sam's still with you there's two different types of wisdom that we really need to be aware of and honestly we need to apply Apply both of these types of wisdom to our life and to our heart and to our walk with God. We need to be aware of both of these types of wisdom and we need to apply both of these types of wisdom to our life. The first type of wisdom is called this and notice this today. It's called conventional wisdom. Now conventional wisdom is what we would say this is how the world works. It's what most of us would agree upon A plus B equals C. We would mostly agree on this in this world that A plus 
plus B equals C. It's the wisdom of being responsible. This is how you save money. It's conventional wisdom. This is how you take care of your health. It's conventional wisdom. This is how you treat people. This is how you work hard. This is how you pay your taxes. This is how you live responsible. This is how the world works. This is what we would call conventional wisdom. A plus B equals C. But then there's this, and notice this today. If you're still with me, Sam, still with you. There is wisdom after wisdom. And this is more of a spiritual understanding. This is more of a spiritual light. But you may be thinking or asking an understanding of what? What a great question. A spiritual understanding of what? Conventional wisdom is necessary for proper growth proper maturity, proper responsibility, and we all need that. We all need to live our life off of conventional wisdom, A plus B equals C. But wisdom after wisdom is different. Wisdom after wisdom is for everyone who did play by the rules. They followed the responsibility of conventional wisdom, but life still devastated them. They played by the rules. They lived responsible. They lived wise, but life still hurt them. Life still crushed them they still got burned by this life this type of spiritual wisdom and understanding is for everyone who realized that sometimes a plus b does not always equal c sometimes it equals uncertainty sometimes it equals complexity which means you worked hard to be healthy but you still got that diagnosis you worked hard to be loyal and faithful but you still got betrayed and hurt and left. You're a good worker, a good business partner with integrity, but you still got taken advantage of. You loved everybody and you accepted everybody, but you still got bullied. You treated your family right, but you still got labeled as the enemy. You worked hard to protect your children, but they still got hurt. This wisdom after wisdom is for you. This spiritual understanding is for those of us who understand that sometimes A plus B equals I don't know what. Sometimes A plus B equals complexity. Sometimes A plus B equals confusion. Sometimes A plus B equals I'm in the middle of a storm and I'm facing my giants. This is when we need the wisdom of God and the love of God and the light of God and the joy of God. This is when you know you need wisdom after wisdom. This is when you know you need the love of God and the wisdom of God. It's when you come face to face with this and remember this today and notice this if you're still with me, Sam's still with you, that this brief life that can be like a vapor can also be very, very unpredictable. This brief life that's like a fog on the river in the morning that's here today and gone just like that can also be very, very unpredictable. Sometimes in life, conventional wisdom says A plus B equals C. But sometimes in life, we need wisdom after wisdom. We need a spiritual understanding because our hope has been shaken and our confidence has been shaken because sometimes in our life, A plus B equals heartache and pain. And so we need this wisdom after wisdom. We need to find a way to find purpose and fulfillment and joy in this life that can break our heart in many times be unpredictable in your planning don't forget to find a way to find purpose and joy and enjoy it in your responsibilities don't forget to find a way to find purpose and joy and enjoy it in your worry in your hard work in your exhaustion don't forget to find a way to find purpose and joy and to enjoy it do you remember the first time that you stepped out of the innocence of life and into the reality that life can be painful do you remember the first time 
that you stepped out of. Life is pretty good. Life is innocent. Into, I don't know how I'm going to deal with this. This hurts. It was your first dark night of the soul. Your first battle was severe sadness or severe depression or severe fear. It was the first time that you dealt with heartbreak and betrayal. The first time you dealt with major guilt over your first major weakness or your first major mistake or your first major temptation. It was the first time you lost someone that you deeply loved. Do you remember? Do you remember when the first time in life you realize that you're stepping out of innocence into this reality that this life, sometimes A plus B does not equal C, sometimes it equals heartache? It's like being held under a wave. You're suffocating. It's heavy. You can't breathe. Life is unpredictable and painful. So what do we do? We were walking in innocence and then life stepped us into darkness and then we were walking around in darkness. How do we step back into the light? Well, this is what we do. We step back into the light of God's forgiveness and God's love because there's grace and patience there. We step back into the light and the reality that God forgives you of everything and God loves you no matter what because there's patience and there's grace there. And wisdom after wisdom comes to this conclusion that yes, life can be tough and dark, so maybe we should find a way to find purpose and joy while we're here. Yes, life can be lonely and confusing, so maybe we should find a way to find purpose and joy while we're here. Yes, can, yes life can be like a vapor and very unpredictable, and so maybe we should find a way to find purpose and joy while we're here. And the way we find purpose and the way we find joy is by knowing God in an intimate way and making God known. Knowing God and making God known. Anytime you have a victory in your life, anytime you have a heartbreak in your life, the very first person that you should rush to the front of the line should be Jesus Christ. He loves you and he loves you in a very deep and intimate way. And this is how we find purpose and this is how we find joy in this life that can be very unpredictable. Life a vapor, lonely, dark, and confusing is that we know Jesus and we make him known. We can find purpose and joy in knowing his love in an intimate way and making it known to other people. We can find purpose and joy in knowing his joy in a personal way and making it known to other people. We can find purpose and joy in knowing his grace and forgiveness and his spirit in an intimate way and making it known to other people. We can find purpose and joy in this life by intimately knowing his significance and his purpose and then making it known to other people. Then this life that can be so very unpredictable, that can be like a vapor, that can break our heart. One of the ways that we can enjoy it is finding purpose in this life. And one of the ways that we find purpose is that we know Jesus and we make him known. Thank you so very much for hanging out with us today. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Happy New Year. Have a safe night. We cannot wait to see you back next Sunday. We love you all.